pupils right now you're listening to the artistic eye podcast i'm your host dorian with three eyes aka d-o-r-i-i-i-o-n you can find me on all social media platforms at exactly that first and foremost i'm going to take the time to tell you that i'm extremely grateful and thankful that you even took the time to listen to this podcast whether it's two seconds 20 seconds or this entire fucking episode i want to let you know that i appreciate you for even lending me your ear so thank you. Don't accept the initial rejections. Don't accept the first say no. Because oftentimes, no's turn into yes. But if you just accept that no, you would never even take the action to turn that no into a yes. Because you probably don't even think it's possible. So don't even put yourself in that box. Don't even seal the casket. Don't even put a, 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 an end on your possibility and potential. Don't accept the first rejection. And I'm not talking about being overbearing or disrespectful to other people's boundaries. That's not what this is about. What this is about is tenacity. The ability to keep fucking going in spite of all of the adversity. The ability to keep fucking going in spite of everyone telling you that you can't, that you shouldn't, that you should just stop. That's what this is about. So it's the end of the year. And Spotify likes to do that wrapped tour thing or whatever it's called. Like, you know, at the end of the year, it tells you. All the things that you've engaged with the most. Or if you're an artist yourself or a podcaster or whatever, if you do creative content, there's a rap tour for you also on Spotify. As in, they tell you the audiences you've reached the most. Or they tell you um, the demographics that you connect with the most. Or some of your best shows, your best songs or albums, your best uh, episodes for that year. Right? That's the Spotify wrapped tour. And I was looking at my Spotify wrapped tour because, like I said, it's the end of the year. So they gave me a little uh, briefing. And in that briefing, I see that I am in the 0.1% of listeners when it comes to Gunna. Now, those of you who don't know who Gunna is, Gunna is. An American rapper from Atlanta who's signed to YSL, Young Slime Life, a.k.a. Young Thug's label. Now, when I first heard Gunna, which is about a year and a half, two years ago, I hated that shit. You understand? I don't even remember what the original song was that I heard. I think it was, uh, I think it was something... With Lil Baby. I forgot what it was. But when I first heard Gunna though. I hated it. I I just didn't get it. 
I didn't get the sound. I didn't get the style of the way he dressed. I didn't get the lingo, the verbiage. As a matter of fact, I didn't just hate Gunna. I hated everything that was around Gunna, everything related to Gunna. I hated all types of music that came out of Atlanta. Almost all. I'm not going to say all music. And no disrespect to all my people out in Atlanta. I love Atlanta music. I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you the story, right? When I first heard Gunna, I wasn't tapped into Atlanta music. I didn't like YSL. As a matter of fact, I didn't really like Young Thug at one point. Now, I'll be honest, when I when I finally found Gunna, by that time I did like Young Thug. But the same holds true for Gunna as it is. As it does for Young Thug. When I first heard of Young Thug, I remember this song. It was Stoner. Remember that song, Stoner? I'm Stoner, I'm Stoner, I'm Stoner. Yeah, I hate that shit. It was fucking one of the first mumble rap songs I ever heard. And I can tell you right now to this day how annoyed I got every time I heard that song on the radio. I hated that fucking song. And because I had so much dislike for that song, I didn't like the artist either. I hated Young Thug. Then a couple years later, Young Thug ended up dropping Slime Season 2 or Slime Season 3. And once I heard that, boom, I became a Young Thug fan. Or not even that, before that. I believe it was uh, uh the Barter 6. Once I heard that, and it started getting so much controversy around it, and people talking about, oh my God. Look at this album cover. He posted an album cover and he's naked. Oh, he's gay. Oh, oh, oh. Or, oh, the Barter 6. He's trying to mock Lil Wayne because he has the Carter 5 and the Carter 4. Oh, oh, oh. So once it got started to get all this attention, this controversy, that's when I started to, you know, pay attention to it myself. For those of you who don't know, I am Eros. I do like a little bit of controversy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I like to put myself into controversy. But I do like to rile people up. I do like to ruffle a bit of feathers in order to fully get the message across. In case you didn't realize that by now. But yeah, I seen that. I seen a little bit of rebellious nature in Young Thug. I seen that attitude of not giving a fuck about what people think about you. And that that made me that made me actually want to engage with his music. And I think that little insight lets you know that. It's important to share all parts of yourself and maybe not necessarily all parts because there are some parts to keep to yourself. There are some parts to keep to just your household, just your family, just your spouse, you know, but in terms of art and creativity, vulnerability is a very, very powerful tool. And if you can find a way to give if not all, but as many parts of yourself to your audience, they will in turn give you themselves, if that makes sense. You give yourself to the audience and you will have an audience in the first place. Like when Young Thug did all that wild, crazy shit, even though I necessarily wouldn't do half of those things, just the character shows me something that I see in myself, you know, like, even though I wouldn't do that, I know why you did that, and I would do it for that reason. So I fuck with you. You see what I'm saying? Like, because I know I think like that, I know other people think like that. And so when you continue to show things about yourself, that gives other people the opportunity to, to connect and relate to you in that way. 
That's a whole different conversation. The point is, though, is that when I first heard Young Thug, I hated this shit. And the same thing is true for uh, Gunna. I didn't like Gunna when I first heard Gunna. And two years later, I am in the 0.1% of his listeners. Of all of his listeners. I'm in the 0.1%. Damn near the number one fan. At least according to Spotify. That's not counting all the other streaming platforms. But point is, I, I listen to Gunna more than majority of other people on Spotify. And the funny thing is, I started off hating that motherfucker. I hated that motherfucker. So what's all that mean? That means that you as an artist, you as a creative, or just a person in general, whatever it is in life, don't put too much weight and value on the rejection, especially if it's just the initial rejection. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times people don't know what they want or like. Sometimes... And not even sometimes, a lot of the time, people's likes and dislikes evolve. They change over time. So when someone tells you no or rejects you or whatever, and don't, don't, first of all, don't take that message and misconstrue it. No means no. All right, for all you dirty ass motherfuckers out there, no fucking means no. Get that shit straight. But in terms of creativity, in terms of Doing something that can actually inspire people, right? Don't take no (laughs) as the end-all, be-all. Don't stop yourself just because of one rejection. Or even if you have a thousand rejections from a thousand different people, that's still one rejection. You know what I'm saying? Don't just stop because of one rejection. Don't just stop because of one no. Keep fucking going and figure out how to turn that no into a yes. Within reason. Of course, stay true to yourself. Don't just start doing shit that people might want you to do because you're trying to gain some awareness or recognition. No, stay authentic. Stay true to yourself. All the time I was listening to Gunner and Thug or whatever, they never went outside of their original craft to get me as a listener. No, they continued to make the shit that they wanted to make. And then eventually I came around. That's exactly how you got to look at it. Eventually, the people who are supposed to come around will come around. You see what I'm saying? Maybe your 0.1% supporters, maybe they right now are saying no, but just stick to it. And eventually they will become those 0.1% supporters. Right now, they might be haters. Right now, they might not even be aware of you. And when they do become aware of you, they might fucking hate you at first. But if this example, this real example that I've given you says anything, it's to say, don't let that stop you. The only way you can even do that is by doing what? Guess what? Guess how you can keep going when people say no. Guess how you can keep going in the face of rejection. How? By valuing your perspective. 